0: Hey everybody, welcome to This Good Word with Steve Weens. I'm so excited to be doing this podcast on one level, I do not know what I'm doing. On another level, I am so very excited to be launching this with you. It's going to be weekly, it's going to be uh, reclaiming what's holy about our humanity And I love that because I feel like most of us have this picture, a very dualistic picture that spirituality and sacred things are up here and humanity is down here and we need to leave our humanity in order to get to the sacred or find what is holy and I want to blow all that up. So it's going to be super fun. Uh, About two and a half years ago, I started a blog uh, and I called it the actual Pastor. I am a pastor and have been so for about 20 years. And uh, my whole goal on this blog was to write about my life uh, as it actually is rather than life as if I could experience life if I were doing something different. And so I wrote about all these observations. I wrote about my kids. I wrote about uh, my disappointments, my failures. And what I found was there was so many of you who really resonated with this idea of living life as is rather than as if. And so uh, what I wanted to do with this podcast, This Good Word is basically blow that out into a conversation that feels like it's you and me uh i'm talking at you but you're going to be able to email me at steve at steveweins.com and uh, we can go back and forth with your questions with your ideas but every single week we're going to look at a word a word that illuminates uh, what is beautiful and messy about our humanity and how it connects to what is sacred and holy, right uh, connected into it. And so it's going to be very fun. And uh, uh, so what I want to talk about this week, the word I want to talk about this week is the word human. The word human. So uh, about four or five years ago, Uh, I was in a situation where me and my best friend, our relationship was imploding. And there was lots of reasons for that. Uh, And it was scary, the free fall of it. It was pretty public and it was nasty. And um, we did it the best we knew how to do, but it didn't end up well. And I found myself in a counselor's office. And I remember telling this counselor, um, I, I, I had my head uh, down near my knees, my hands were up around my temples, I think I was gripping my head like a vice, my eyes were closed, my face was clenched, and I said this statement to him uh, that ended up being a portal into a very different way to live. But what I said was, uh, I am just so afraid that I screwed it all up with my best friend. I'm so afraid that it was me that screwed it all up. And he let that in. He listened to it for a while. And then he said, Steve, of course you screwed it up. He said, I'm positive you screwed it all up. And then he sort of waited in this very pregnant pause was just lingering in the air and i remember taking my hands off of my head i remember lifting my head up from my knees uh and my grimace turned into kind of an incredulous a stare and i couldn't believe he just said that i mean my deepest fear he just said absolutely your deepest fear what you hope didn't happen what you tried so hard not to do. In fact, you did it. And it was like, bow, <coughs> my mind blew up, my uh, head exploded. And uh, I couldn't believe he said that. And then uh, I looked at him, though, as if, you know, maybe he would say, ha-ha, just kidding, or uh, maybe to do something to relieve the tension. But instead, he said, no, really, Steve, I want you to walk all the way out on that plank of the fact that you really did screw it up. And I want you to jump off into the abyss, and then we're going to build a life after you jump off. And in that moment, I realized the freedom in stopping pretending that I had to do it all right in order to be all right. That somehow, if someone were to say to me, no, 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 it was all his fault, then I would feel better and be better. But in actual reality, This counselor gave me so much freedom in saying I did screw it all up. I can walk all the way out on that plank and jump into the abyss of that failure. And I can come up for air and have much more freedom than I ever thought was possible. And I really think part of being human is realizing we are limited and we will mess it up over and over again and we will screw it up and our best intentions will sometimes burst into flames and turn into a horrible failure and horrible mistake and then we can start over and say, what am I going to build now? some of you listening to this are parents maybe your parents of one child or maybe two kids and maybe three kids and i think we live in an environment now on the web and on facebook where there are so many blogs and so many articles and so many ways to make you feel defective as a parent Pinterest is full of it, the blogs are full of it, Facebook is full of it, Instagram is full of it. These pictures of people that are apparently living this life That is beautiful and majestic and error-free and screw-up free. And have you ever experienced this sort of gnawing pain when you're going through Instagram, you're going through Twitter, you're going through Facebook, and after a little while you realize I'm actually way more unhappy and unsatisfied now than I was before I opened up all those windows, right, because we are comparing ourselves to this ideal picture of this ideal parent that somehow teaches their kids not only to eat broccoli but also to make broccoli when they are three years old and you know it's like your your kid is six months old and your kid is 12 months old and the conversations we have aren't like man how you doing are you surviving i mean are you are are you sleeping at all no we bump into people that have a one-year-old kid and what we say hey is he talking yet Is he walking yet? And all of a sudden, you know, no, my kid is 18 months old and he's not walking yet, and you just absolutely confirm my greatest fear that I'm the worst parent in the world, right? Or maybe you're working on a project, right? Maybe it's a blog or a or a book you're trying to get published or maybe it's a podcast and no one is picking up what you're putting down. I mean, no one's finding it interesting. No one thinks it's worth publishing. No one wants any part of it and you're like... I am a loser, or maybe you're you're trying out a new job, right? And and it's hard. It's much harder than you thought. And showing up in your cube day after day, you're having conflicts with certain people, or you're, you're forgetting the, the procedure of whatever it is that you needed to remember. And you're going home, and you're pouring yourself maybe a drink, and you're feeling like I can't do this. Maybe you're a dance teacher and you find yourself yelling at your kids and they're nine years old and they're annoying and you can't believe you're yelling at them and you know it's much more to do with some deep pain that you've buried but you're gonna yell at your kids. Here's the thing. When you find yourself in those moments where failure is just up to your eyeballs or maybe you're being defensive and you find yourself defending things over and over again, you need to remind yourself that you are a human being. You are one human being and you are alive and you are listening to this podcast right now and your future is filled with possibility. So let's start something now. And let's laugh at the fact that we are so creative in our abilities to screw things up and to fail things. And let's just be in it together and say it starts now and we did mess it up, but we can survive and we can do something different and we can live from a different frame of reference. Uh, One of my uh, favorite new people that I know, not personally, but I know him uh, via his podcast and via some other things that I've been to, his name's Pete Holmes, and he's a Hilarious comedian, and I was watching him and Rob Bell do uh, their show uh, a couple of months ago. They did this show together called Together at Last, and it was beautiful and redemptive and deep and hilarious. And anyway, Pete Holmes, he's a vegan, and he told this story: what he got drunk, right, and and then he ate this chicken quesadilla. I mean, it's so like he's a vegan, and he's breaking all the rules. There's dairy in there. There's an animal in there, chicken quesadilla. And he goes, by the way, it was awesome. But when he woke up the next morning, the, the waves of regret were crashing over him. He's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I ate a chicken quesadilla. What was I doing? But then he shared this practice that he's been trying to do. Every time he feels uh, like he's losing it, failing, he says to himself this phrase, I love you, Peter. I love you, Peter. It's a voice that maybe he needed to hear as a child. It's a voice that he needs to hear as an adult because you have a choice, he says, what you can do with your failures and what you can do. You can get real angry at yourself. You can reject yourself or you can say, hey, I love you, Stevie. I love you, Peter. I love you, Kara. I love you, Susan. I love you, Mary. And it's this beautiful, beautiful way to remind you that you are human. Well, there's this beautiful story. It's a poem that the Bible begins with in Genesis 1, and let there be light, and let there be stars and sun, and let there be animals, and let there be seasons, and let there be human beings, and there's this one verse in the second chapter of Genesis. It's actually in verse 7, and it's this moment when the human being is created, and we read, the Lord God formed the human being out of dust and breathed breath into his nostrils and the human being became a living being. In the Hebrew it's Yehovah Elohim Yatsar Adam Afal Adama Nafash Af Neshama Chai Adam Haya Chai Nefesh And that was amazing. That was, I can't believe I actually did that all in one take. I'm doing this whole thing in one take, by the way, because I'm a human being and there are, I am limited and I am limitless. So here's the deal. Human beings are made out of two essential ingredients, two beautiful essential ingredients right here in the beginning of all time. And the first ingredient is dust. Afar in the Hebrew. It means dry earth and dust. It means powder or ashes maybe you're a religious person and you've been to ash wednesday services and you go to the church and they say ashes to ashes dust to dust and they make the sign of the cross in ashes on your forehead and it's to remind you that at the end of the day you will begin with dust and you'll end in dust it's this unformed powdery substance without something else it'll just always be dust And so my dust, I'm a limited person. I am one person. I run out. I am nobody's savior. I try too hard to please people. Sometimes I drink too much. I need a lot of time alone. Sometimes I yell at my kids. Sometimes I yell at the people I work with, or at least want to yell at them. And here's the deal. I am dust. That's just the reality. That's just Part of essentially who I am. I'm a person that's going to screw a relationship up. And there's a way in which uh, I'm trying hard to not do that, but there's another way in which that's just reality. But there's another word that human beings are essentially made out of dust, but we're also made out of the breath of life. Neshama Chai. Neshamachai, the breath of life, it's when God breathes breath into our nostrils so that we can turn from just being dust to be a living being. Neshama means to be green, to be living, to be flowing, to be infused with life, to be active, or to be revived. So while I am dust, while I am limited, I am one person, while I run out, here's the deal, I am also becoming something beautiful. I'm growing. I'm flowing in a river that's much bigger than me. I have gifts that help people. I'm connected to this God, and let's define God this way, because I know God has a lot of baggage, and maybe you're listening here, and you're, I don't know. I don't know who God is. I don't know what God is. Let's define God this way. God is the generative force in the universe that creates life, that sustains life, and that redeems life. God is the generative force in the universe that creates life, that sustains life, and that redeems life. That is the God that breathes life into our nostrils, turning us from simply being dust to being a neshama chai, a living being a nefesh. And it's this beautiful thing. It means I'm flowing in a river that's much bigger than me. It means I have gifts that help people. It means I'm connected to God. It means I am being redeemed. I am being sustained. I am being created even as we do this podcast right now. And there's this quote from Richard Rohr. He's one of my favorite authors. I've read most of what he's written, uh, he says this, only when we rest in God can we find the safety, the spaciousness, and the scary freedom to be who we are, all that we are, more than we are, and less than we are. Isn't that great? Only when we rest in God can we find the safety, the spaciousness, and the scary freedom to be who we are, all that we are, more that we are, and less than we are. And that is a beautiful thing. We can be human, fully dust, fully limited, fully screwed up, and we can receive the breath of life from God in our nostrils that turns us into much, much more than we are. Moment by moment, day by day, Breath by breath, with every breath, we are reminded that we are redeemed by God, sustained by God, and created by God, and that we can be who we are, all that we are, and more than we are. I mean, that is good news. So here's the deal. Here's what I want to encourage you to do. I want to encourage you to take out a pen, and somewhere where you can see it, maybe it's on your wrists, maybe it's on a post-it note in your car, Maybe it's on uh, the lock phone on your screen. Maybe it's on your desk where you work. I want you to write two words. And these two words are dust and breath, reminding you that you are limited and limitless, that you are a human being that's going to screw things up. But you're also a nefesh, a person who has been breathed into an nefesh, Hi, you have been breathed breath into yourself by God, and you are a living being. And I want you to take a picture of the place that you have written these two words. Maybe it's on your wrist, maybe it's on post-it notes, maybe it's in your car. Take a picture of it and um, Instagram me. I'm Steve Weens on Instagram. I love Instagram actually much more than Facebook and Twitter. Instagram's fun, uh, and uh, so uh, include me on the Instagram. Dust and breath, and I'll repost it. and We can get connected uh, that way. Uh, you can also email me Steve at steveweens.com and uh, check out my blog as well, steveweens.com. Steve Weens Steve is obviously Steve S T E V E W I E N S. That's my blog. It's called The Actual Pastor, and I'm writing on those about one time a week. Uh, would love to um, connect with you that way. So I want to leave you with uh, every week. I'll leave you with the last thing. Uh, in this section, that I'm going to call What's Blowing My Mind. Okay, so it might be a book, it might be a song, might be a couple things that I'm that are really affecting me these days. And so one of them is uh, an artist called MC Yogi. I heard him on a Rob Bell podcast, so good. Uh, but the album, his recent album, Only Love Is Real, is so hopeful. It's so funky and good. It's kind of reggae and hip-hop, and, it's, and the lyrics are just powerful. And so I've been listening to that. That's been really blowing my mind. Love it, love it, love it. Encourage you to check that out on iTunes or Spotify or wherever it is that you listen to music. And the last thing uh, is a quote by Paula D'Arcy. Paula D'Arcy is this wise woman who is in, I think, her 60s now. But when she was in her 20s, she was pregnant. She was driving with her husband and young daughter in the back seat. And a drunk driver hit her, and her husband and daughter were instantly killed. She was left uh, with her, uh, she was about six months pregnant, and the baby survived, and her life is all about waking up to this new day, waking up to what is, and uh, she is a powerful, from a far, mentor in my life. Anyway, I want to leave you this quote, and I think it has everything to do with being human. I have to keep reminding myself, she writes, that there is no set way, there is only mystery, and change and what is. My life would be so different if I thought that all of it was an adventure to be carved out and created with no set way to experience things. Immediately, I'd be so much freer." Paula D'Arcy, that quote comes from her great book, The Gift of the Red Bird. So check her out, check MC Yogi out. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. We'll be coming at you every Thursday. Uh, I am very excited to be sharing this with you. I am at my best when I'm creating and doing new things. And so thank you. Uh, Blessings on you as you seek to live life fully human and fully connected to this God that creates you, sustains you and redeems you. May you live in that reality. And my friends, we are really in it together. See you next week. Grace and peace.